a budget is going to be extraordinarily useful. It will really keep you on track in spending and limiting your spending. But as far as savings is concerned, understanding and tracking your budget doesn't necessarily help you save any more or less. Welcome to the M Advisor Podcast. I'm Paul Morton. The M Advisor Podcast is a financial podcast for busy professionals to get insights into the emotional side of finances. Understanding what to do with your finances is important, but it's also equally important to understand why. The M Advisor Podcast exists to help you get a clear vision about your money, what steps you should consider, and why you should consider them. Everyone is different, and we should celebrate that. Every financial plan should be different, too. Music is used with permission from Forum. Please find the band Forum on Spotify. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendation or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member of FINRA, SIPC. Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Welcome to the M Advisor podcast. I'm Paul Morton. Today we'll discuss how to get your financial plan on track in the form of how to save. I feel like this topic is a it's a very fundamental topic, but the actual doing or the actual act of saving isn't really discussed. I haven't found too many articles written to talk about how to save other than, hey, you should be saving. Typically, savings in general oftentimes starts with a budget. And that's fantastic. And and a budget is all well and good. I'm very much a, a, a fan of budgets. However, over the course of your lifetime, depending on your career trajectory, a budget really serves several purposes and and can essentially no longer serve its intended purpose. Maybe someone in residency or fellowship or dental school or maybe someone starting out in a career, a budget is going to be extraordinarily useful. It will really keep you on track in spending and limiting your spending, but as far as savings is concerned, understanding and tracking your budget doesn't necessarily help you save any more or less. When someone completes residency or fellowship, and now they're an attending physician, or maybe somebody completes dental school and all the the residencies that come after that, and accepts their first job as a dentist, or you get a job promotion into management or the C-suite and you have a, a new income with new benefits, that budget will eventually no longer do what it's supposed to do. Meaning this, when your income more comfortably covers your monthly overhead expenses and there's leftover in every month or at least most months, tracking what you spent and then there's something left over, that that can be helpful for sure, but it's not life-changing then at that point. Whereas for somebody in residency or dental school, a budget is more or less a survival tool. So, What I typically suggest on how to save 
is that it's not about your expenses so much. Unless you've put yourself into a situation where your expenses are equal to or close to equal to or even above your income. At that point, you've got to transition back into more of a residency mindset or dental school or pre-executive mindset and refocus on spending less. But if your income is well above your monthly overhead expenses, what I would recommend you do is save first. So budget your savings. You don't necessarily need to track your spending as much if you can track your savings. And the best way to track your savings is to save first. So you might get your paycheck on the 15th of the month. And then at that point, I would challenge or urge you to take 20% of that and then set aside into like a savings account. Now, 20% of savings might be a little much at first if you're just getting started in this in this plan or this routine, but get started with 5 or 10% if that's really all you feel comfortable with. But I would urge you to work up to 20%. And working up to 20% might just include like future salary raises or just getting more comfortable with, with this over time. But set that 20% or set that savings amount in a separate account. And then once that's done, wouldn't it make sense that you could you could spend all the rest of your money Because the whole purpose of the budget before was to minimize expenses. But in minimizing expenses, you focused on expenses and you didn't focus on savings. So if you save first and you spend the rest, you're okay because you've already put your future front and center and accounted for your future, which was theoretically the purpose of the budget. But this way, you set aside savings first, spend the rest. Make sure you have enough to pay taxes first if taxes aren't withheld appropriately from your paycheck or at all. And then save 20% and then pay your bills and spend the rest. This is vacation money. This is gifting for others or to charities or whomever, whatever you choose to do with it. Taking this idea a step further sit down with your spouse or partner or just sit down with your own thoughts even and determine what a comfortable bank account looks like for you. So uh, a way to make this decision is to understand what a basic month looks like in your household. And what I mean by a basic month is, let's say you don't go out to eat all the time, you... um, You minimize whatever costs you can. If something um, just devastating were to happen and you just pulled back expenses to the greatest extent possible, what would the expenses on that month look like? And then from there, just looking at one, one basic month, you can extrapolate that out, whether you feel comfortable with three months set aside, four, five, six, or more months set aside of basic monthly expenses. Just whatever is comfortable for you based on your living expenses. Now, it's very easy once you start a solid savings plan to be sitting on too much cash. While cash is great, there's nothing wrong with sitting on a lot of cash. Sitting on too much cash 
can create some emotional burdens. What I mean by that is I've had I've had people come to me with a million dollars of cash and didn't know what to do. And so that created a million dollars of emotions sitting around whatever this next big decision was. There's no need to make a million dollar decision. That's those decisions are really difficult to do. It's very emotionally clouded. What should have happened was this person should have made very small decisions along the way, adding up to a million dollars. But instead, they waited and waited and waited and waited and didn't know how to act. And now they had to sit here and make a million dollar decision. Really, there's, there's nobody... I would expect to just quickly and easily feel good and confident about any decision they're making when it's their first big money decision and it's a million-dollar decision. So once you calculate how much you feel is comfortable in a, in a bank account and understand this is really an emotional decision, just understand what you're deciding. I mean, this, there's no right or wrong answer here. So if it's, let's say it's, it's $50,000. If you say, hey, I want, 50, I want to have no less than $50,000 in my, in my account and no more than $50,000 in this account, in this savings account, then as you continue to save each month, you get paid, you put 20% of your paycheck into this savings account and you spend the rest. And as this continues month after month after month, that bank account will eventually get bigger than that bank account limit or maximum that you had set. And so if you look at the end of that month and you have $55,000 in that account, you have $50,000 of money that's intended to be lazy money. It's, it's meant to be there. And then you have $5,000 that should then be put into more hardworking uses. It should be more of a future term of money. So this might be in the form of an investment account. It could be you know, stocks, mutual funds, ETFs, whatever it may be. It could just be in a, I want to start my own business someday account. But it should go into a separate account with a separate set of rules and a separate mindset behind it. I really feel that separating the account from the lazy money that you feel is a comfortable cash-on-hand emergency account from future forward-thinking money is important. One of the fundamental items you will always be looking at and needing to improve in your financial plan is saving. A budget and a savings plan are both important, but sometimes combining those two together when you've hit a certain level of income where your basic needs are met and then plus some, it might make sense to save first. And then that just puts your future in a good situation and your future self will also say, hey man, that was a good idea. And the longer you continue this habit or this method, the better it theoretically should be. Thank you everybody for listening. I'm Paul Morton with M-Advisor. You can find me and more content at www.m-advisor.com. 
M-Advisor provides customized financial advice for physicians, dentists, executives, and business owners. And I appreciate you listening to the M-Advisor podcast.